the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Jesus is the chief shepherd and overseer of your soul, the Bible says. And Jesus is the one who strengthens the weak and heals the sick. By his stripes we are healed. He's the one who binds up the wounded and the brokenhearted. He's the one who brings back those who go astray. And the Bible says like that all we like sheep have gone astray. Jesus is the one. He's the good shepherd. What makes someone a good spiritual leader? Well, on today's edition of Ring of Truth, Pastor Dan looks at Ezekiel 34 to find some of the answers to this question. He points out the contrast between the examples of a bad spiritual shepherd described in this chapter and the good shepherd, who is Jesus. You'll see that Jesus leads with love, kindness, and wisdom. He heals those who are hurting and broken and provides shelter and safety. He lays his life down for his sheep. Jesus is the leader you should follow. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel chapter 34 with today's edition of Ring of Truth. I kind of think all the chapters are wonderful in the Bible, but I really mean it this time. <laughs> I'm, this time I'm serious. <laughs> uh, Ezekiel 34. What you're going to, you know, what you're going to love about this chapter is it's going to give you so much context for the things that Jesus said. Many of the things that Jesus said. So just, uh, just as a review, at this point, remember. Jerusalem and Judah have been conquered by the Babylonians. The Jews have been taken away in exile and captivity uh, as slaves in Babylon. And now in chapter 34, uh, the Lord rebukes the leaders of Israel. And he rebukes the leaders of Israel for their failure to care for the people. Their failure to care for the people. The leaders of Israel took care of themselves instead of their people. Uh, Here in chapter 34, God refers to the leaders of Israel as shepherds, as the shepherds of Israel. And they're false shepherds, really. Uh, False shepherds or faithless shepherds who served only for their personal gain. And in the scriptures in the Old Testament, And the New Testament, uh, we find that kings, prophets, and priests were all designated as shepherds of Israel. Kings, prophets, and priests were all shepherds of Israel. So uh, shepherds refer both to civil leaders 
and spiritual leaders of Israel. Both the civil leaders and the spiritual leaders of Israel were corrupt. And their corruption led to the destruction of the nation. And I believe what Ezekiel says here is directed primarily to the spiritual leaders of Israel, the priests, those men to whom the people look to for spiritual guidance. So I think he's directing what he's saying here in this chapter mainly to the priests, the spiritual shepherds of Israel. Now, the basic duty of a shepherd is to protect and provide for his sheep. And the priests failed to do that. They failed to protect the people spiritually, and they failed to provide for the people spiritually. As as we're going to see, they were really only concerned with their own profit and their own benefit, even at the expense of the sheep they're supposed to be protecting and caring for and providing for. Now, After the captivity is over, they're in captivity now in Babylon. After the captivity is over, the priests would read Ezekiel 34 as a lament. And they would read Ezekiel 34 as a lament during the Feast of Tabernacles. Lamenting over the failure of the priests in the past, before the captivity, of their failure to shepherd their people. And so this became a practice after the captivity that the priests during the Feast of Tabernacle would read Ezekiel 34 out loud at the temple or at the synagogue, and they would read and they would lament over the failure of the priests as the shepherds of Israel in shepherding the people of Israel. That's an important detail that will help you understand one of Jesus' teachings in the Gospel of John that we'll look at later, talk about later. Uh, So just file that away for now. Uh, That Ezekiel 34 was read by the priests as a lament during the Feast of Tabernacles because of the failure of the priests to protect and provide for the people spiritually. So what the Lord says here, you know, In many ways, it applies to anyone who is shepherding people, whether that's as a pastor, and that's, you know, that's what I focus on most of all, is what is this saying to pastors, but really anybody that is shepherding people as a, as an employer, uh, or as a parent, or as a mentor, uh, what he says here applies. But again, for me, I, I look at it, you know, with, with pastor's eyes, and what does it say about pastor's? Uh, So verse 1, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God to the shepherds, woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You, You don't ever want God to have something to say against you. You don't want God to begin by saying, whoa, as he does here. Whatever he's going to say next is not going to be good. Woe to the shepherds of Israel. Again, the leaders, the priests in particular, who 
feed themselves, should not the shepherds feed the flocks? The, the leaders of Israel, especially the priests, were feeding themselves and not the flock. For example, you remember maybe in 1 Samuel, the two sons of Eli, the high priest, Hophni and Phinehas, they were scoundrels. They served at the tabernacle as priests, but they were scoundrels when people brought their sacrifice to the tabernacle to offer it to God. They would take some of the meat of the sacrifice for themselves. And if the worshipers refused to give the cut of meat that they wanted to Hophni and Phinehas, if they refused to hand it over, Hophni and Phinehas would take it by force. And so the people uh, resented going to the tabernacle of God to make a sacrifice to God. They, they resented the worship. They hated it. Because of the priests. In the New Testament, the priests were the ones in charge of everything that was bought and sold in the temple. Remember, Jesus cleansed the temple and Jesus said, my father's house is supposed to be a house of prayer for all nations and you have made it a den of thieves. The priests were in charge of that. The priests were robbing the people in the name of God. They were getting rich off of the people in the name of God. And it was criminal. They were feeding themselves instead of feeding the flock. And there are pastors and priests that are still doing this kind of stuff today. Getting rich off the flock. Using the flock. Making merchandise of them. And he says here, look at verse 2 again. He tells us, you know, the, the number one job of a shepherd here the number one job of a shepherd is to feed the flock. To feed the flock. And this is especially true for a pastor. The number one job of a pastor is to feed the flock of God. In John chapter 21, after the resurrection, when Jesus restored Peter to the, to the ministry, Jesus said to Peter over and over, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. In Acts chapter 20, verse 28, Paul said to the leaders of the church of Ephesus, Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to feed the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. Feed the church. As leaders, as overseers, as elders, feed the church of God in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 2 Peter says feed the flock of God which is among you feed the flock of God in Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 the Lord promises Israel I will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding this is the number one job of a shepherd is to feed the flock Number one job of a pastor, feed the flock. In verse 3, the Lord continues with his indictment against these false shepherds of Israel. And he says, you eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool. See, they're just using the sheep. You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed 
the flock. These unfaithful shepherds of Israel used the flock of God for their own benefit. And in verse 3, the verb in the Hebrew indicates the unfaithful shepherds were continually doing this. They were continually slaughtering the sheep to, to eat them. Again, metaphorically, in the way that they were using the people. Continually slaughtering the sheep to eat them. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. You know, this past week, my family and I, we went down to Thomas Jefferson's house, Monticello in Virginia. And while we were there, I read that in Jefferson's day, wealthy people would consume about a half a pound of meat a week. And the ironic thing was, we had just gone to a burger restaurant, and we each had a half a pound burger to eat. But in Jefferson's day, a rich person would eat maybe a half a pound of meat in a whole week, not in one sitting. In the Old Testament times, People ate meat only on very, very rare occasions. It was not part of their normal weekly diet to eat meat. It was only for special events, like a big celebration. Like in the story of the prodigal son, when the son returns home and the father kills the fatted calf because there's a reason to celebrate. He's throwing a party for his son's return. But here, what we see in, in this metaphor that Ezekiel uses, the shepherds slaughtered the fatlings continually to devour them. They're, they're eating meat all the time. I mean, this is unheard of to eat meat all the time in the ancient world. In other words, the leaders were continually using the people and devouring them. Isaiah talks about uh, the leaders making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless instead of looking out for the widows and the fatherless who were the most vulnerable in society in that time. Uh, They weren't protecting them or caring for them. They were praying upon them. Not praying for them. Praying upon them. They, They saw the weak and the vulnerable as an opportunity to benefit themselves their own selfish gains. Again, even today, you still have pastors that do that. That pray on people. Not pray for people, but pray on people and use people for their own personal gain and their own personal wealth. The weak, verse 4, have not strengthened, have not been strengthened, nor have you healed those who were sick, nor bound up the broken nor brought back what was driven away, nor sought what was lost, but with force and cruelty you have 
ruled them. The leaders didn't really care about the people or about the welfare of the people, about the weak or the sick or the broken, those that were driven away or those that were were lost. They, They didn't really care. Now, how are the weak strengthened and the sick healed and the broken bound up and those driven away brought back and the lost found? By Jesus. Right? By Jesus. Jesus is the chief shepherd and overseer of your soul, the Bible says. And Jesus is the one who strengthens the weak and heals the sick. By His stripes we are healed. He's the one who binds up the wounded and the brokenhearted. He's the one who brings back those who go astray. And the Bible says like that all we like sheep have gone astray. Jesus is the one. He's the good shepherd that goes out and finds the lost sheep and brings them back. It's, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. Everything described in this chapter that describes the bad shepherd, Jesus is the opposite of it. Everything they did wrong, He did right. Everywhere they failed, He triumphed and succeeds. It says the rulers of Israel ruled by force and cruelty. Now Jesus specifically spoke against this in the New Testament, in Matthew chapter 20, verses 25 to 28, I'll just read it to you. Jesus called his disciples to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, Let him be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus said here that the Gentiles, that the non-believers lorded over others. They lord their authority over others. That's characteristic of the ungodly, but it should not mark the leadership of a disciple of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' economy, if you want to be great, if you want to be first, you become servant of all. That's how his disciples lead. Not with force and not with cruelty. Jesus certainly didn't use force and he didn't use cruelty, right? A bruised reed he doesn't break, a smoking flax he doesn't extinguish. There's nothing about him that that was cruel. So because the leaders of Israel did not feed the sheep or protect them, but they preyed upon them and used them and abused them for their own gain, and because they ruled by force and by cruelty, verse 5 says, so they were scattered, the sheep were scattered because there was no shepherd. And they became food for all the beasts of the field when they were Scattered. They were scattered because there was no shepherd shepherding them, protecting them, caring for them, providing for them. The people were sheep without a shepherd. That might sound familiar to you. 
when you look in the Gospels, Jesus uses this kind of language. He says this in the Gospels. Jesus is ministering in the Sea of Galilee area. He's got large crowds gathering around him. And we see in the Gospels, in Mark chapter 6, verse 34, for example, when Jesus saw the large crowd, it says he was moved with compassion for them. Compassion, that's his heart as a shepherd. Not force, not, not cruelty, but, but compassion. He's moved with compassion for them, it says, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. That comes right out of Ezekiel 34. He sees this big crowd that's gathered there. And he's moved with compassion because they're like sheep without a shepherd. And then listen, listen. Then it says, get the picture here. He's there on the hillside of the Sea of Galilee. Big crowd there. He sees them. He's moved with compassion because he knows they don't have a shepherd. They're just kind of out there on their own. Suffering. He's moved with compassion for them because they're like sheep without a shepherd. And then it says, so he began to teach them many things. He began to teach them. He gave them a Bible study. Isn't that amazing? Here's this big crowd. And they're like sheep without a shepherd. And Jesus began to teach them. He gave them a Bible study. Remember the number one job of a shepherd is to feed the sheep. And what does Jesus do? What does the great shepherd do when he sees this crowd that's like sheep without a shepherd? He teaches them. He feeds them the word of God. He gives them the word of God. In Jesus' opinion, that is what those people needed more than anything else. In his opinion, that is what would help them the most. Teaching them. Giving them the word of God. And this is one reason why I'm so committed to teaching the word of God as we do here at Calvary Chapel, you know, just systematically going through verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, simply feeding the sheep the Word of God because I believe that's the pattern and that's the priority that you see in the Bible, in the Scriptures. Jesus didn't, didn't like put on a show for them. He didn't do a little dance routine. He didn't try to entertain them. He taught them. He fed them the Word of God because that's what they needed more than anything else. So again, verse 5, they're they're scattered because there's no shepherd and they became food for all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. When sheep are scattered, they become food for all the beasts. Scattered sheep are easy prey. They are easily Picked off. A sheep in isolation is vulnerable. A sheep in isolation is vulnerable. We need each other. We are safer when we are in fellowship together. He asked me how I know, and I say, 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth as we continue our verse-by-verse study through the book of Ezekiel together. If you'd like to hear this message again or more from Pastor Dan, feel free to visit our website at calvaryec.com. You can listen to and download a wide range of previous broadcasts or simply subscribe to our podcast. Sometimes life can get busy. And when it gets busy, it can be hard to find the time to dig deeper into the Bible for ourselves. At Ring of Truth, we've tried to make it a bit easier for you. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you go. This way, you'll have encouragement from God's Word throughout the day. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life. So please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also love to be praying for you. So when you call, feel free to share any prayer requests that are on your heart, and we'd be happy to pray with and for you. Well, that's all we have time for today. Join us next time as Pastor Dan continues teaching verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Ezekiel, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and what I know because I know His voice and it only takes Rings true.